You're listening to The Reclamation Show with Justin, Tonya Dawn, and Neva Lee Reckla, the first family of inspired personal development. All right, we've got a confession. And this might be a little weird. Oh, no, it's really weird. Very weird. But it's only weird if you don't embrace it. We are a family of movie quotes. We love movies and we love speaking in movie quotes. I mean, anytime there's a word that gets triggered that reminds us of a particular movie, we just happen to insert the quote. And yes, sometimes those quotes are from, well, uh, dare I say, inappropriate movies. Uh, but that's kind of what this episode is all about. Is It's all about having fun. It's about being creative, and it's about not taking yourself so seriously. And so if you've been paying attention, if you're not a fan, yes, that opening was from, that was a shout-out to one of our favorite movie series, Pitch Perfect. Um, and we, we talk in... Pitch perfect quotes. We talk in Star Wars quotes. We talk in uh, Marvel Marvel quotes. I mean, if there's a Marvel movie out there, we've probably seen it a thousand times. Of course, I mean, it's all things superpowers, right? So today's episode is all about just getting creative and, and having fun. And uh, folks, it's kind of weird because I'm, I'm a little bit behind the curve here on the, the conversation of, of movie quotes because I didn't realize this, that, but my two ladies here... I've been speaking in pitch perfect quotes now for some time because I've watched them and I enjoyed them and and they're fun. And when I went back and watched them again, I was like, hang on a sec. Tonya says that all the time. And I thought it was like it was like this this brilliance. And of course it is brilliance, right? But she was pulled in from 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 this movie. And and, and Neva, the same thing. Neva Neva's talking in movie quotes. Like that's that's really quick. So I'm just going to get the ball rolling here. Where does that come from? Why do we talk in movie quotes? And should people now like turn off the show and stop listening because we watch the movie Pitch Perfect? <laughs> well, I guess that's up to them. Um, the you know certainly we're we're not professing that that Pitch Perfect series is cinematic genius, nor nor the Marvel movies or anything else. Although they have their own brilliance and. That's important, right? We're not we're not diehard like cinematic um, movie critics or anything like that. The, we do it for very different reasons. We do it because it's fun, right? One of the challenges you have when you have a twenty four seven family or a family that's wanting to operate in in so everybody has a chance to contribute to the whole. You, you gotta you gotta bend a little. You gotta let the lines blur a little bit, you know. So so you know, for instance, like I don't love video games, but Justin even enjoy them, and so we we find ones that we can play together, and then they they get to share in that on their own. That's not very spiritually woo-woo, but they love it. And so we do it. And same with the movies. Is it? Um, and uh, that was a wrong quote. That was, was it? Was it? That's for, so, so, but that leads in perfectly because for me, it's syncopation. For me, there's patterns and, and, and there's threads that can be pulled on. And it's not the words and it's not the exact situation that matches up. And that's what leads to the inappropriateness, right? 
when I looked at Neva, you know, and I'm like, you are a sheath mother. And that that's from <laughs> that's from Orphan Black. Totally inappropriate. I can't, should not be saying that to my daughter. And I, of course, she knew the context. But it's more that we were in a, a particular dialogue where it's like it just is the immediate lead into that line. And there is a natural rhythm and a flow and a syncopation that that if you let yourself sort of sink into being with these things like movies and TV shows, like we talk about Lucifer, right? The show on Netflix. Again, it's certainly people could, could have some questions about why, why we watch that and why we watch that with our daughter. But, but there, there are symbols that we pull out. There are points that we pull out. There are, um, and there, there's, there is again this rhythm of certain lines and certain nuances that help inform the human condition in a sense. So, 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 I, I, what you, to your point, babe, I think it comes down to like, like you said, fluidity, right? Of commonality. It's a common ground because we've all seen the movies. And so when a, a, a situation arises, it's like it mirrors what we've seen in the movie. Well, there's only one response. It's like a secret language. Yeah. It, but, but we don't mean to leave anyone out. It's just, it's kind of, we just sort of sink into it. Like sink, not S-I-N-K, but sink, S-Y-N-C, sink up in it. And then it just flows from that place. So, so Neva, I, I, I don't hang out with any other 11-year-olds besides yourself. Um, <laughs> I hope not. And do you, do you talk like that with your friends in, in movie quotes? Well, sometimes I do. It's mostly song quotes for me and my friends because we're all like hardcore metal fans and stuff but so we'll be quoting songs and stuff or movies that we've all watched together i quote um hamilton the musical a lot it you should y'all should watch that it's very awesome um and let's be honest it's kind of absurd to have these types of conversations and yes let's be honest is a movie quote from pitch perfect and all the movies we watch aren't necessarily age appropriate for me necessarily follow all the same constructs that we follow but we're able to see fun things in it for like we always talk in movie quotes i can't think of a time that we haven't as of recently and it, it like adds, 11 years of yeah, your life yep yeah whole basically. life all of your life all of my life the whole thing 11 years that's a long Whoop, time there it is See, we do that a lot, and it could be in any type of conversation. Guaranteed, I've snuck a movie quote onto almost all of my podcast episodes, and like they're they're kind of sneaky. You have to you have to really find them, but it adds so much play to a conversation because it adds like like we're talking about the secret language. Well, and this so that secret language i think it, it, it speaks more than just language it, it it's the concept of in group out group dynamics right of understanding the constructs in which these movies consist and where they exist and so i want i want to dive down that rabbit hole a little bit further on the back end of this conversation but before we do i just want to share and invite you all to come play with us come dive into the superpower universe go to superpowerexperts.com Join the superpower universe, play in it with us, explore your own superpowers, and, well, maybe even more learn more about movie quotes and stuff. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, executive director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. 
The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. All right, this one's going to be a throwback. Because if you're not listening, any man, any woman who doesn't listen spends a night in the box. That's a shout out for my pops. Love you, Dad. Cool hand, Luke. All right, here we um, here we are. We're talking about movie quotes and our, how our family talks in movie quotes. I mean, it's literally. I mean, it might feel a little forced in this conversation right now because it's it's canned, right? I mean, we're but the point of it is is that movies are a way for us to experience other people's divine brilliance and their creativity, right? And the, the pitch perfect movies, right? Like you said, they're not necessarily appropriate. They make fun of pretty much everybody out there. And yeah, they're not cinematic masterpieces by, by, by any means, but they're fun, they're creative, and they allow us to connect in with other people and how they experience the divine. Because the brilliance of some of the stuff that is being put out there nowadays, the, the quickness of people's abilities and skills is just, it's, it's fun. And when, when you can see that, when you can connect in and tap into that and you share that space and that experience, and I think that's what it comes down to is shared experiences, then you're saying so much more than just a movie quote. So when you rattle off something from Pitch Perfect or when you rattle something off from any other movie, right? Either one of you, you're you're communicating so much more than just a, a quick quib. So, what does that mean from an in-group, out-group dynamics, and and how movies bring us together in that space for looking at life differently, and 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 not judging things, but just playing in them. How how can we leverage movie magic to to really do that for for us in in society as a whole? I think it's a big question. The with the advent of the internet and social media and stuff, what really came to light was the awareness that it is almost impossible to have any sort of shared culture anymore. Like like back in the day we had we thought that we all had a shared culture through culture through public education and and sort of trajectories that everybody kind of expected to go down. But similar to our conversation about reimagining fluidity, what we found out was that there were a lot of people that were left out of that story, right? So even though the worldview for anybody that fit in that majority paradigm was that we were having shared experiences, we weren't having shared experiences with everybody. It was just with people that were having that exact shared experience. Well, now with the internet and social media, we know that we're not having shared experiences. We know that it's possible in this subculture that this person is like the person, like that's the 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 big like icon or the most popular celebrity. And it doesn't matter what it is, acapella. I mean, that was the whole point of that series of movies was like it was this whole subculture that was bizarre in a sense. Like, and, and if you're not in it, it makes no sense. I remember we were at some friend's house and they had the rodeo on and it was like, 
bull riding or something. And I remember watching this and just kind of glancing at it and thinking to myself, like, that's a whole world. They have their own language, their own outfits, their own, their own pecking order, their own. I mean, every little subculture that we create creates a world, which is exactly what happened here at the superpower world. And we knew, we knew that was going to happen. You cannot create a construct and not build a culture around it, not be- build shared experiences. Well, we did the same thing in our family, right? And you have to be really careful with these kinds of things because it's easy for people to feel left out, right? And so so that's one of the things we teach Neva is it's like, it's not it's not fair to like say all these like quips and, and, and these little, little pokes or, or drop these things in there without recognizing that, by its nature, a secret language is designed to keep somebody out. So how do you engage in something that connects all of us Watch and, more movies. and yet <laughs> and yet doesn't isolate people, doesn't say, well, yeah, but you don't get to be a part. This is just for us, right? So it's like inclusionary culture creation is an art, right? Something that we work in our organizations on, certainly in our family. Um, there's an art to, to having cohesion and, and shared commonalities, but that also leave doorways open for others to join. Absolutely. And Neva, you, you touched on uh, one of our favorite movies, Hamilton, right? Yeah. So in that, I mean, that, that to me, that movie is extremely inclusionary or that the, 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 the Broadway version of the original cast that, you know, that airs on Disney is, is extremely inclusionary that's what, the main reason we love it so much yeah absolutely so what what's what's your experience in that knowing that that and we've had this on we've had this conversation with with other people right of like well that's not how it happened right just because mm-hmm. the, the character being portrayed wasn't exactly how the person looked or sounded or or felt or whatever um how how do you experience shows like Hamilton and and what does that look like in your in your world as an 11 year old yeah that's a great question I was gonna add on to mom's point earlier is especially with a lot of the movies I would say that we watch and we we basically watch the same movies over and over again I'm pretty sure we've watched Hamilton like 20 times already and the reason we do that is because one, we don't really find anything that fully resonates with us. And I would say none of the movies that we really watch all the time fully resonate with us, but we're able to pick up on the good things. Like we quote movies that aren't like in any resonance with who we are as beings in the spiritual realm or the psychological realm that we exist, but we're able to see the connection. And especially in the full genre and spectrum of movies i think being able to find that balance of what connects with you and what doesn't is really important but i love your question because being able to sit with it especially at a young age and realizing that there's a lot of movies that out there that aren't the most inclusionary like at all one of my favorite um movies that we watch well that mom and dad both introduced to me is but i'm a cheerleader i'm not going to explain it because it's kind of not the most age appropriate for kids but it's a great example of talking about homosexuality and that whole process of identification as, as who you are and i love watching those types of movies because it shows like just the fluidity of the world and part of the reason i love movies so much is because you're able to see different aspects of yourself portrayed on the media 
And that's why we love watching Hamilton is it's so it's very inclusionary, especially for the time frame time period that it that it represents. And we're just able to see the again fluidity in the world portrayed on movies. Yeah, and I think movies give us the opportunity to reimagine ourselves. Yeah. Right. And yeah, well, Hollywood tends to regurgitate storylines and puts new actors in place and sort of retelling of the same story. Um, one that comes from the fact that you can only tell a story like 12 different, 12 different ways, right? Um, so that, that, that's obvious. But when you see plays or you see movies like, like Hamilton that are having the courage to step into new spaces and reimagine those stories, then it brings us all into the same fold because now we can all identify with those characters. Um, you know, Pitch Perfect's not necessarily the greatest <laughs> example of that because there's a lot of, um, stereotypes in, in, in that movie that, that are portrayed. Um, but you can't deny the cinematic brilliance, at least in the, um, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, uh, the ad libbing that that occurs that brings forth the individual characteristics that we all carry and when something is funny you're like oh i like that and you store that away and then if somebody else has watched the movie it it is that secret language and if you know they've watched the movie then you can communicate you get to like relive that scene with with one another and so we 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 do that a lot inside this in our house Mm -hmm. right because it's like Oh, that was quick. Oh, that was funny. And oh, that reminds us of a story. And it brings us back into uh, a time where we found enjoyment, right? And I think that's one of the things that uh, the magic of movies does is it, it brings us back into a place of connection with one another. And it's not just quick quips or just one-liners here and there, but it, it's communicating so much more. Yeah, and y'all, we aren't like movie what's the word fanatics i think is a good term like i said we probably watched the same like 10 movies over and over again and we still love them but i think and i find a lot of families do this as like our family does this out like our extended family is watch movies together because it you're able to connect on things that you like and you enjoy and and hamilton is like it's by far one of my favorite movies but we watch it so much because for me, it shows us how we can rewrite history, how we can rewrite stories. We've had conversations with people who don't necessarily like it because different people are being portrayed and there's, it's rewriting history to show it in an inclusionary way because I think that's the best way to learn is by showing all of it. Well, and it's also not just reimagining the past, but there are movies that are allowing us to create a different future. And so I think that's some of what you're talking about with Hamilton, but also what comes to mind is um, A Promising Young Woman. Mm. And what I saw in that movie was a real opportunity for us to um, recognize where we've perpetuated a, a story of um, victimhood or lesser than or weaker than. Um, on our, on our young ladies and, and we're able to rewrite that through movies and say, yeah, what if? And while maybe that's taking it to another extreme, right? The, for sure, it's taking it to another extreme, but that's what creates potentiality, right? Again, going back to the superpower conversation, one of the things that I really sat with before developing this construct was the fact that just by asking the question, 
are superpowers real, we're creating the potentiality for them to be. Exactly. And there's responsibility in that. We are creators. And so what, how we create, if you're creating movies and films, your, that what you're creating impacts how we create our realities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it's funny because if you pay attention to what shows up in society, um, the visionaries that bring movies to life, it's almost as if they're getting a glimpse into the future and they're sharing what they're seeing with the audience. Uh, the greatest example of that, of course, is Star Trek, right? Because mm. 90% of the stuff that shows up on, on the original Star Trek episodes are now a reality in, in our world today. Um, so. Well, and I think of what Lucas did with the hero's journey through Star through Wars. Star Wars. Exactly. Right. And to tell that, that journey and to say, you know, it's okay that we doubt and it's okay that we struggle and it's okay that we, we meet up against obstacles and it's okay. And, and, and it's okay that we, we were afraid of, of the dark side, right? It's, it's all of that is okay. We get portraying that in movies allows us to kind of play through it, um, before we, we are experienced or while we're experiencing it. Yeah. And, one back to your point is movies give us an opportunity to see the world in a new light and we're just able to watch it. Like I talk about how seeing people, it's like a mere projection of who you are and you're able to see those little points, but then being able to watch it. What One of my other favorite examples is the movie Bombshell. It, it shows it's similar to prom, a promising young woman. Um, it's based off a of tree true stories but it shows how to rewrite re <laughs> rewrite those situations of victimhood and mentality especially around the feminine and how we're able to really expand our mindset and grow and to just stand up and take a stand even when it seems tough and challenging and i love watching movies that go against i guess society standards and I keep bringing up Hamilton, but it's like the best example of that because the argument is that maybe that's not necessarily how it was in history. It's not historically accurate. Not historically accurate. And it can lead to people, I guess, feeling erased, quote unquote, from history. But it leads an opportunity for, hello Siri, it leads an opportunity for so many more people to be involved in history. And that's, that's how I love learning it. I think schools should do that. It's just like make musicals mm -hmm. for how to learn. Go ahead. Well, I, it kind of comes down, I think, you know, it, how do you be a spiritual family? How do you be an inspired family and, and watch or engage in pop culture? And that's sort of what's at the heart here is that we still live in this world. Like we're still here. Yeah. Like we don't sit up on a mountaintop and, and meditate all day long. Like we could though. We, we could, but we, but we choose to, to walk in the world. We choose to be here and our, our human aspects choose to engage here. And if you allow it to, spirit will speak to you through everything. And that's, that's the real point here is that we don't watch anything. We, well, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I don't watch anything. I don't read anything. I don't listen to anything without allowing God to tell me what it means for me. That's I don't, I don't consume at the superficial level. No. And that's, and that's where. Uh, a lot of people who go out and watch movies will leave it at it. It's superficial. It's entertainment. And, it's fake. And you have to look deeper than that. There's, there's the arcs of the character development are huge. And one of the reasons why I, I think we all love superhero movies is that 
you can clearly see that the arcs are clearly defined. And one of the things I love most about the superhero movies, especially the Marvel movies, is that Stan Lee, before he passed, came out and said that every single one of the characters that he developed were an aspect of himself. The archetypes. The archetypes. Yeah. So when he when he created the Hulk, he was at a point in his life where he was dealing with a lot of anger and he was able to express that through his own mm-hmm. brilliance, and he created the character of Bruce Banner and yeah. the Hulk, right? And same thing with Iron Man. I mean, the all you can see the arcs clearly in the movies, and yes, folks, superpowers are real. They're over-the-top, hyper-Hollywoodized special effects in, in movies, but the special effects, the, the superpowers that we're talking about can be seen in each one of those arcs, in each one of those characters, and not just in the superhero movies, but in in movies like Bombshell, in movies like you know A Promising Young Woman. I mean, those those movies carry those arcs that we all find and all that that, that exist within ourselves. And when you can experience movies from the place of where can where do you find yourself in that? Yeah. Right. Then then you see and experience the movie completely different. I, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, even that that watching TV or watching movies was like this, I'm going to go be entertained and whatnot. And it wasn't until I got older that I could start seeing myself in it, which is why I got so excited about it. My spiritual journey started with sci-fi movies, mm-hmm. right? I, Dune, Star Wars, the hero's journey, the spiritualism, the, the, the seeking of God and all of that, it's all there. You just have to be willing to look for it so what advice would you give to kids that are that are going out consuming movies what what advice would you give them on what they consume and how they consume it that's a great question especially especially like gen z and the generations coming after us is we're growing up in a world of media it it, it's everywhere And it's not like this big scary thing. It can be if you choose to see it as that. But you're being able to sit in a space of learning from it and not getting sucked in. Um, We watched a documentary. documentary, I forgot what it was called, but y'all probably can tell me what it is in a minute. It was about how social media affects everybody's lives and how it can consume social uh, social, the social dilemma. dilemma. Yes, it can consume how you see yourself, and movies do that. That's part of the reason I love inclusionary movies, is because I see that story can be created. If all you're seeing is someone who doesn't look like you, who doesn't talk like you, act like you, believe the same things that you do, it can add a story that that's not what you're supposed to be. Because sometimes there's movies where that's all that's being portrayed. So not letting yourself gain, especially if you have chameleon ability, like we were talking about the personality onion. I should, we should do an episode about the personality onion. If you are building your identity in that, realizing that those people are still people, the actors and actresses that are being portrayed are still people. And like when I was younger, we would watch like, I guess, scarier movies. And my parents would have to remind me that it's movie magic. That's what we're talking about today, movie magic. But that's the same thing, is it's a hyper-dramatized version of real world or fake world, but you can, fake world, I think that's a thing, and but you can choose to see it however you want to see it, and you can still enjoy it and have fun with it, but don't let it suck you, 
you in, especially with social media, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and seeing the same things, the same looking people who talk the same, act the same, believe the same things. It adds a story to yourself. Choose to see yourself in everything and see everything in yourself and believe that or don't believe it. You don't have to. I'm not forcing you. But see that the divine is in everything and that everything happens for a reason. So so I love that because a lot of people, especially with where, where movies and that industry is nowadays, would say, well, there's there's no God in 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 movies, right? The divine is not there. But I, I think in having conversations with not only the actors who are portraying certain things, I mean, the courage some of these actors have to have in order to step in, in a role that's not necessarily historically accurate or a role that is not socially acceptable, right? I mean, some of the, some of the players in some of the big movies, uh, was it John Lithgow in, in the movie Bombshell? The role that he played, that, that had to take a lot of courage to, to step through that as uh, an elderly white male portraying an elderly white male who did a lot of bad things and got taken down for it, right? To, to not take that on, the courage that, that, had, that John Lithgow had to have to play that role, just as an example, is you, you can't go then go out and then judge John Lithgow thinking that he was the actual character, right? So... Babe, my question to you is, is then, <clears throat> excuse me, how do we, how do we move through that? How do we integrate, integrate that? How do we separate it out? <coughs> excuse me, I choked. <laughs> He's all choked up. <laughs> no, but serious, how do we, I mean, we just saw that with, with Disney and the Mandalorian, right? And people took it out on the main actress. How do we keep the two realities apart and recognize that there are still people involved and recognize that they, 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 it takes some courage to portray these, these particular roles? How do, we, how do we integrate that? How do we move through it? Well, I mean, it starts with exactly what you're saying. Like, we have to allow people to be who they are and not put the pressure of, of um, you know, answering for what, what, a, what a character did, you know, on the actor. And at the same time, what's really not made that an, an easy thing is social media because um, it's, it, a lot of people fall in love with the character that people are portraying and forget that, that there's dimensionality, there's frailties, there's um, fallibility in, in the actual person. And so then when they show up on social media and disagree with something that their fans um you know, think or what, or, or whatever that creates a real cognitive dissonance for the fan base as well as for the actor or actress themselves. And so uh, again, allowing people, you know, keeping some sort of a grip on reality and making sure that we're, we're meeting each other in some grace and some allowances for that. And the other, other side of that is if you can't see God in, in the messaging, in the, um, in the moments, in, in everything that you encounter, then I would recommend that you get to know God. Because if, if someone said to me, you know, well, there's God's not in movies, God's not in music, God's not anywhere, you know, we've taken God out of everything, I, I would say, then, then you don't know God. We may not be saying the word, but God speaks to us through everything. Now, now the surface may be perpetuating something that is less than desirable, and it may have really serious ramifications, but 
you can reimagine it through finding spirit in it, listening for what that means for you, and then finding if, if you're being called to, to not observe it, being called to, to take action on something, but, but allowing the, that kind of connection to the divine to come through things like Neva was talking about, not getting swept up in the emotion or the, the, the stories of it, but rather saying, Hey, why am I seeing this? What am I looking at here? Why is this creating uncomfortableness in me? Right? Everything is an opportunity to get to know yourself, other people, and God better if we take it out of what is seemingly obvious. Yeah, I, I love that. It's it's you have to look through the illusion, and that's really what movies are, right? They're just an illusion. They're real life people portraying a story, whether it was a historically true story or a, a, a fantasy story, you know, it, it, they're, they're just portraying those stories. And when you can step back and away from that and find yourself in it and identify with, oh, wow, that's, that's an actor or that's an actress. I wonder what their experience of it was. And, and knowing, especially in today's society with all the stuff and the divisiveness that's going on in social media and so forth, taking a step back and, 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 and looking at that, I think it'll give you a, a different appreciation for, for what's going on in the world. And you can find God in Hollywood. You can find God in music. You can find it wherever you look for it. You just have to be willing to look beyond the illusion to see it. Neva, final thoughts as we wrap up. Yes, I love this topic around movies and movie magic and just being able to sit in a space. And I think like you both were talking about is seeing the personhood and the, well, not the person that we, we talk about, not letting that opinion get in place, but seeing the, the person behind the role that's being portrayed, seeing the, the truth in the movie. It, it could be about sci-fi. It could be about zombies it could be about anything but seeing what it is for you and that's why we watch movies that's why we do a podcast is to share is to see and share that impact and it gives us a great place of self-reflection almost every movie that we've ever watched we've always had a conversation about it afterwards we always dissect our with the movies that we We always do and it always has a pattern about how it impacts our lives and is similar to what we experience so like i said don't let the movie don't let them whatever you're experiencing on the media or anywhere really because there's stories everywhere don't let it affect you and affect how you see yourself but you can learn from it and help it shape you but don't let it quote negatively affect yourself you babe what would you share with people what would you like to share with people one last thought as we wrap up this conversation movie magic how, how would you encourage parents especially to just be more communication in more communication with their with their family members with their kids with other people that are in relationship how, how can they use movies to just self-reflect what 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 can they do to play more create more and find god in all things it's the it's the conversation as you can tell like we don't there's really nothing off limits for neva because she has an ability to gauge her own resonance and so our rule is kind of like you know watch what you're comfortable watching and and we're gonna be there with you and we're gonna answer questions because she's demonstrated an ability to say you know she doesn't gravitate to the things that make her uncomfortable you know if it's 
I mean, I mean, uncomfortable in the sense that it's inappropriate and it's not something that she's interested in consuming. Certainly, she's willing to be in those growth spaces. But there's a difference, right? It, it's kind of hard to explain if you haven't played with it for yourself or played with it with your kids. But what it's allowed for is that Neva gets to to dictate that Neva gets to gravitate. If if we're watching something and she's not really all that into it, she'll she'll just let us know, like, hey, I'm not. I'm not getting this, you know, can I go have my space or whatever, you know, and we just keep the conversation really open. Um, and if it feels cringy, like we don't keep doing it. It's like, okay, this, this don't doesn't feel it. right. Which yeah. is why we only watch like a handful of movies. That's right. Cause there's most, there's a lot of cringy things. So, so make no mistake about it, folks. Like we're not just picking up Netflix and like grabbing a movie and going, Oh, let's find God in Thrasher five or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if that's a thing, but, but you kind of gravitate to the things that feel good and then you allow them to inform you. Um, it, it's a dance, you know, and it's different, but it, but it enlivens your experience and it gives you kind of a shared experience with others when it's hard with, when you have a child and, and two adults and it's like, how do you find the things to do together? You have to get creative with it. Yeah, absolutely. And what I love about it is, is that there are certain things that we don't watch. We won't watch just because the message that they're portraying, there's, it's, it's so low frequency that, to yeah. us, at least. at least, we don't. Yeah, exactly. We no. don't operate there. <laughs> exactly, but we tend to high, you know, nav- you know, um, navigate towards the higher vibrational stuff, and the stuff that makes feel good, the 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 feel good stories, the ones that we can have fun with and play with. The hero story, anything the journey stories, anything that's got the hero's journey to it, anything that is you know inclusive, anything that's expansive, that's like, oh, that's a new way of looking at that. Pushing the bounds of reality. Yeah, pushing mm-hmm. the bounds of reality, right? And and going bullied where no one's <laughs> gone before, right? It is the places that we like to experience Hollywood, where we experience movies, where we get to play together. And yes, you can be uber spiritual. Yes, you can be uber religious. Yes, you can have a great relationship with God and still find enjoyment in movies. Folks, this has been a blast. I'm sure we'll, uh, uh, we're just going to set you up because now every episode moving forward, your mission, if you so choose, is to try to catch all of the movie lines that we sneak into the just make a notebook. Show. <laughs> we right. do a lot. <laughs> it's your challenge. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to come play with us, unlock your own superpowers, then go join the Superpower Universe. You can visit superpowerexperts.com. Join the Superpower Universe. You'll get more, not just Reclamation, but you'll get the IM series. You'll get all sorts of member-exclusive content that you can come play with. You get play with us in. You're going to get Tonya's new book coming out here soon, The Science of Superpowers. Yes, it's not just a podcast. It is a book, and it's the, well, it's for lack of better words, it's the creation story behind all things mm-hmm. superpowers in our universe. Till next time, folks, go out there and incorporate your own superpowers. Join the superpower universe from our inspired family to yours. We We love you. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.